the Lombardi line as we welcome you in, and I believe famine has been eradicated. COVID no longer exists because the NFL schedule has been released, so all is good in the world as we say hi. I'm Patrick Maher, live from the VEASAN studios here at the South Point. Michael Lombardi in Jersey. I mean, it has become... It's become like the biggest thing ever when they released the schedule. We knew who we knew who the teams were playing, but when they were playing them has become bigger and bigger every year. How you doing, man? I am doing great, Patrick. Yeah, I think, you know, the fans get so caught up in, oh, Brady's going back on October, whatever the date is, to Foxborough and this game and, you know, that game. And, you know, and, and, and to me, it's really about, as you look at the schedule, line up quarterbacks, right? Line up what quarterbacks you're playing against in consecutive weeks. For example, when you look at the Los Angeles Chargers schedule and you say, oh, they open up with Washington, Ryan Fitzpatrick. You know, then they come home and then they have, in some order, they have – you know, a bunch of quarterbacks that they've got to handle, but, you know, whether it's Baker Mayfield, Lamar Jackson, Patrick Mahomes, uh, Baker May. I mean, it just really gets to be hard. I mean, Derek Carr, Dak Prescott. Look at that order. You go Prescott, Mahomes, Carr, uh, Mayfield, Lamar Jackson, then you get a bye, and you get the Patriots in week eight. But if the Patriots would have been, instead of week four, you feel like, oh, you know, maybe it's not as bad. But that's a hard, hard opening schedule for the Chargers, not because they couldn't beat those teams, just because those quarterbacks are so good. Yeah, and of course, immediately when the schedules were released, Michael, everybody pointed to Sunday, October 3rd. I think you've heard of it. The Bucks are going to head up to Gillette to take on the uh, the Pats. It's on a it's Sunday night football, so it's a standalone, and that uh, as being billed as the leading into it, the biggest game in the history, 101, 102 years of the NFL. Of course, Brady returning to New England. Yeah, there's no doubt. I mean, I mean, good luck getting that ticket, right? Good luck getting that ticket. <laughs> you think it'll be full by then? That's the question. I think so. I think by then we'll have uh, so, full yeah. capacity, right? Yeah, I think so. I think it'll definitely have full capacity. I mean, look, if we just keep getting more and more shots and we keep doing this, I think we certainly can 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 expect that. I mean, if you get 73,000 down in Dallas to watch a fight, you know, try to keep people out of going to see in that game. No. Right? I mean, here's what I said on my pod today. I said, you know, this will be like the Wilt scoring, scoring 100 in Hershey. You know, I think it held like 12,000 people in the Hershey Arena. You know, but at least 200,000 people claim they oh, watched yeah, yeah. it. <laughs> you know? That's a good way of putting it. <laughs> you know, this is going to be like, you know, there's only 70,000 people can get into Foxborough Stadium. But I promise you, 2.5 million are going to say they were at the game. And you, I guarantee you this, your buddy, Mr. Belichick, is going to be extra mum leading into that game. He will give, oh. ap- he'll give nothing, and then Brady will be do- doing his old man shtick on, on social that he does. You know, he'll be doing well, shtick. I think this, I think that the first part of the season, like if you're Bill Belichick and here you are, you play the Dolphins and the Jets, you play them at the end of the year, you play the Dolphins in the last game of the season as well. But when you're looking at the schedule, right, you want to get through January, you want to get through September, you want to learn more about your team. And the other thing you want to be able to do is how am I going to distribute the 17 games through the team? And this is, an, this is a math equation for a lot of people, right? So everybody talks about, this player played, started 15 games, okay? How many plays did he play? That's the most important number. Not how many games did he start, how many plays did he play? And then whatever that number is over 16 games, if I were running a team, I would say, look, we've got to make sure this guy doesn't exceed this number because we don't want him to be exhausted come December, January when it counts the most. I mean, the Washington football team, JJ, put the Washington football team schedule up there. This is fascinating. At the end of the at the end of the the season, 
I mean, they basically play the NFC East like well, they close rapid out. fire. Yeah, they close out with the, their last I mean, five games. Cowboys, Eagles, Cowboys, Eagles, Giants. I mean, Monday, Tuesday. I mean, it's like, oh, my gosh, how are we going to handle this, right? So you better make sure if you're the Washington football team, you're really ready to go. The only time they play an NFC East team is on the third, first Thursday night game of the season. I, I can't remember. Have you seen that where a team closes no. out their last five all in division? No, I mean, it's just, it's it's perplexing how, and I mean, it, and, and, it, and it really puts to the importance of how are you as the head coach going to set up the season? How are you as the head coach going to assure that you're ready to go? You know, as I said earlier in the beginning of this program, I said, look, we're only looking at what quarterbacks we have to play. You know, there you are, you, you're playing Jason, Justin Herbert, you got Daniel Jones, you got Josh Allen, you come back from Matt Ryan, you got I don't know who at the Saints, you got Patrick Mahomes, okay, I don't know who at Green Bay, you got, who do you have, Teddy Bridgewater, do you have, you know, uh, you know, someone else in Denver, I don't know, Drew Locke, so that schedule, when you look at it, isn't really like, oh my God, these quarterbacks, we can't play against them, this is really hard. So they've got to be able to prepare themselves for the end of the season when it really matters, and they've got to keep their defense and their team really fresh for the end of that season. I still like them over. I like them over eight now after looking at that schedule even more. Okay, Michael has not peaked. Leave that up there because I want to actually touch on that, J.J., but Michael has yet to peak at the week one spreads. So what we're going to do no. coming up in the show, Michael's going to guess all week one spreads. Uh, I can't wait for that. He's tremendous with this. He's got a whole algorithm over there that he uses. He, he'll figure it out. Let me throw up the Washington schedule, though. Just to, This is beautifully put together by the production staff because you see in the left-hand corner, the win total for Washington football team is eight. Michael, you mentioned the over right now juiced up 140 to the over got to lay a dollar 40 to win a dollar in division they're three to one Super Bowl odds 66 to one but in division three to one the Cowboys favored in division should the Cowboys be favored over Washington who won it with seven wins last year I like this schedule for them. I mean, look, yeah. they start at home. They get they get the Giant. They have two home games to start the season off. Then they got the Bills, which will be a hard game. The Falcons down in Atlanta. Can they have fans down there? That's the question. It's Georgia. I'm sure they can. So, you know, I, I mean, there's some obviously there's some tough quarterbacks. But then you get the Saints, which we don't know who's going to play quarterback for them. Taysom Hill is is it going to be Jameis Winston? I'm not sure. So, I think there's a great opportunity. They get a they get a bye, and then they go play the World Champs. I mean, that's not bad either. Now, you come off a bye, you know, you got two road games against Green Bay and Denver, which are hard road games to play, but both of those road games might not be with the quarterbacks. Well, let's throw up the Cowboys if we can, and we'll throw up their schedule because I got something for you here. The Cowboys, yeah. after week one, they have eight straight games against non-playoff teams. You see week one at the Bucks, obviously a playoff. That's going to open up the season on Thursday night against the champs, and then they go eight straight against non-playoff teams well but i mean you know look you got a herbert is really good yes you know the eagles that'll be a the, the eagles will be a challenging game because it's always is the panthers they may not be a playoff team but they took everybody they were five and eleven but took a lot of teams the giants you know the giants think they're better the patriots vikings i mean i don't think the cowboys are in position to say they're better than any team nor are they in position to think that just because they weren't a playoff team either last year I mean so everybody's looking at them on the schedule saying well we're not playing a playoff team when we play them 
<laughs> we got we got to pull this. You're going to love this from your buddy Tommy, Tom Brady. So he just retwe- retweeted a couple of minutes. Did you see this already? No, so the NFL, yet, no. the NFL official Twitter account posted week four, the return of the goat, Tom Brady to Gillette. And it shows a picture of him looking. We'll, we'll, we'll pull up the tweet. And then Brady just tweeted. It's like when your high school friends meet your college friends going back. <laughs> so he's bringing his high school friends. He's bringing his college friends back home to meet his high school friends is the joke. Well, I told you. I he mean, was going to do shtick. Uh, well, I mean, it's an awful, successful high school career when you yeah, look at those six trophies say, over there. Yeah. I mean, you know. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That I is mean, funny. you know, like, you know, you know, I don't know. I, I would suspect they're going to be ready to play. I would think they would be. Yeah, you know? I think I think Bill Belichick will be dialed in that week. He won't answer one question about oh it. He's not going to. I mean, He's not going to answer one. They have a late buy too. I mean, you know, they have a hard, they have a late buy and what is the ideal know, they, buy? I don't know that I don't. The ideal buy, buy is whatever won the Super Bowl that year. That's the ideal buy. <laughs> <laughs> that's the answer to that. Yeah, that was the look. perfect buy. Yeah, you know, whoever, whatever Tampa had their buy, that was the ideal buy because they got some things squared away. But uh, you know, I mean, it's interesting. I mean, I I looked at the schedule. I wasn't worried about the Bucks. They're playing the Panthers. That's the bigger game. I got two sons playing in that oh, game. Millie's gonna right. have to wear a split jersey down there. That'll you be got, in, that'll be in Charlotte too. You got your sons playing. Wow. Okay, that one's. Uh, yeah, I don't well, know how be, Millie that, that, handles will, that. That game will dominate the summer schedule. That game will dominate the summer on the beach every single day. I'm going to have to listen to one, go back to the other one about how we're going to kick your butt. It's not even going to be, you know, why even show up? So, yeah. That, that's I, feel like the you're, that's I feel like you can disassociate the emotions, but I don't know if Millie can. Well, no, 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 Millie's going to defend the baby more than anything, you know, so there's a little bit of that, (laughs) but, and of course I'm going to get blamed for liking the Panthers, for liking the Patriots, because that's where I actually won two Super Bowls, so, you know, (laughs) somehow it'll be my fault, Patrick, come on, you know that's how it all works out. It's a conflict of interest, but dad gets blamed 10 times out of 10. Uh, It's going to make awkward barbecue time. It's going to, 4th of July is not going to be as as, as festive. Blessed to be in the position. How about that? That's a good way of looking I'm at enjoying it. it. I'm enjoying how it about, completely. I how would about love this? It. I just wrote down, before we get to you guessing the lines here, I wrote down some other schedule anomalies or storylines. One, it doesn't, and JJ pointed this out, it doesn't look like the schedule makers are concerned about Aaron Rodgers leaving the Packers because they got, they got, what, five or six primetime games. So yeah. the Packers, they're expecting Aaron Rodgers to be a Packer. You're not putting them on primetime five or six times with Jordan Love under center. No, or, or Blake Bortles. Welcome, oh, Blake. welcome back. Blake. Oh, welcome back, Blake. I mean, I don't know what took so long for them to sign. Here's the thing that's amazing about Blake Bortles' return. Nathaniel Hackett. I coached with Paul Hackett at the 49ers. I know his dad really well. I was a, 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 in the scouting department. He was the quarterback coach. It's a great video online of, of Bill Walsh yelling at Paul Hackett. I put the play in, Paul. Don't tell me how to coach it. Anyway, meanwhile. Nathaniels gets fired down in Jacksonville. Nathaniel did an incredible job coaching Bortles. The year they went, they lost the, the conference championship game. Remember that game where they have the Patriots beat? If he throws the seven cut just a, a, yeah. a yard longer, it's going to be a first down. The game's over. He undershoots it. They break the ball up. They have to pump back. Patriots win. The rest is history. But the next year, Nathaniel gets fired. I mean, Blake can't be Blake again. We knew he couldn't. We knew it was an aberration, right? Schedule got harder, all that. And then they bring him into Green Bay. Could you imagine Packer fans going from 
Aaron Rodgers to Blake. Because let's face it, everybody knows Jordan Love's not ready to play. Everybody knows that. Like, there's no way they're going to put Jordan Love out there and let him have to be the heir apparent to Rodgers and then add more fuel to why did we pick him, right? Right. Yeah, add more fuel to that. Could you imagine Blake Bortles leading your Green Bay Packers? Oh, my. Oh, my. That is <laughs> – Wait, and then you include the fact that it's 29 straight years of Favre and Rodgers and then 30. And then you go to Blake. You go then Bortles. you go to Blake. Oh yeah, my I mean, God. I got to get I have to get a Blake Bortles Green Bay Packer jersey. Oh, I got to give it to my cousin. My cousin Vince, Big Daddy Vince, he's a Packer fan. I got to give him that for Christmas. A Blake Bortles jersey. That would be so priceless, wouldn't it? BDV, Big Daddy Vince with the Blake Bortles Big Daddy jersey. <laughs> uh, by the way, didn't Paul Hackett flip he must have made some connects. He, he went to USC for a couple of years, didn't he? He did. He was the head coach at USC. It was a head coach at Pitt for a while, head coach at USC. Uh, never was the head coach in the NFL, was always wanted to be, but then he went to college. And uh, he had Hugh Jackson on that staff with him down at USC, too. That's right. The um, What else did I write down? The Browns and Ravens are going to play, because of a bye situation, they're going to play back-to-back games this year. I'll, I'll pull up exactly when. We could throw up the schedule, it's but that's, like a, week that's weird. It's 12 and 13. It's later in the season. It's 9, week off 10, then play 11. I think it's how it is. Yeah, there it, it is. Week two, there's the Browns. Week 12, and then the Browns have a bye, then they play the Ravens week 14. Yeah, I mean... Look, I, I think it's always better to get a bye after you play a physical team. One of the things I look at when I look at the schedule is, well, who do we play after we play a physical game? You know, like, who do you – the Patriots are going to run the ball at you. They're going to be physical. It's going to wear you down a little bit. Like, who do you play after you play them? When you play the Arizona Cardinals, that's not an overly physical game offensively because they're not going to run the ball. They're going to spread you out. It doesn't matter who you play after them. But some of these teams, Pittsburgh in their day, with that defensive front, the way they were going, it was always the next week you felt like that was the week you just weren't the same team. And I think you have to look at the schedule that way. Okay, coming up in about – 39 minutes, Michael Lombardi's going to guess all week one lines. I'm saving it for the top of that hour, so get ready. Maybe make up your lines, compare what Michael comes up with to what the actual numbers are. Uh, I think the main line we have to predict is how bad the 76ers get beat by the Heat tonight. The Heat (laughs) opened up as minus one. It's already up to minus two. There's steam. You know Josh Josh Applebaum's all. I just tell you that right now. Well, pardon Steve. me if I was leaning NFL, but yes, we can do the Sixers as well. I thought, well, I just wanted to point that out to you. <laughs> no, we'll get to that, it's, of course. Only bet as much as you're willing to win tonight. How about if Blake Bortles ends up on, I don't know, five primetime games, and then Trevor Lawrence <laughs> just won? <laughs> Look, he's laughing. He loves Bortles you know in gonna, primetime. They're going to they're gonna, they're gonna flip that. That's the one thing they have. They have an out. They're going to flip it. I mean, they can flip those games. How did NBC get the Brady, Brady Belichick game? I mean, how did they get that one? That's amazing. Serendipitous, right? They well, ended I, up. Yeah, I th- that Sunday night, that build up to that game is going to be the dumbest thing you've ever seen. But the Sunday night ticket is great this year. I mean, there's so many good Sunday night games. So many good ones. <laughs> there it is. There. There's Brady. It, there's it's, so man. Brady was replying to a picture from the NFL that showed him looking at Gillette Stadium. He said it's like when your high school friends meet your college friends. I mean, he, he's corny, but he's he's a little he's funny. It's he's like he's got the face. He's in. Embr- put it this way: he's embraced social. We know that. Yeah, yeah. He's having fun with it. There's. That's the only way you could do it. 
the rest of the scheduling anomalies, you know what we'll say, but we'll come back with them. The, the, the schedule release day, like I said, there's no such thing as COVID anymore. Everybody's forgotten because the schedule's out and the party has started. The NFL has done an amazing job of somehow, they, they're always in our lives, right? They're always in the mix, even with you at a barbecue uh, in, in the summer. This NFL is just going to be there uh, in the mix. I'll tell, you, I'll, I'll tell you a story. I got a guy in front of my house. It's, it's, you, the, the NFL never goes away. Okay. When we come when back, we come we'll, back. Hear, we'll hear the story about the dude in front of Michael's house and the NFL release as far as the scheduling. And the Patriots have a, a weird tick in their schedule. We'll get to that as we continue here on the Lombardi Line presented by BetMGM. It's VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Nevada has everything you need right now. You can go in-game betting, boosted odd specials, and much more. Download the BetMGM app today. Stop by any MGM casino on the Strip. Bring your state-issued ID to open up an account. Whatever your state-of-the-art technology needs are, they've got you covered over at BetMGM. Visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. Got to be 21 years or older. Physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. Got a gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700 as we welcome you back. The NFL schedule has dropped coming up in 35 minutes now. Michael Lombardi will guess every week one spread. I'm looking forward to that. We've got Vinny Maliulo stopping by. But as I mentioned, the world is okay because the schedule is out and you've got somebody hanging out in front of your house with the same scenario. Well, you know, they're, they're like they're paving the roads in front of my house. And this young kid, Jason, who's kind of in charge of doing it, is a huge Viking fan. And so he kind of ends up talking to me because I was asking him when the hell the roads are going to get done, yada, yada, yada. And, and, and what I learned from the conversations with him, it, the NFL schedule is like an escapism for people. Like, he's a huge Viking fan. And he's prepared. As soon as that schedule came out, you know, I'm going to the Seattle game, week three. I want to see Seattle. I want to see Russell Wilson, yada, yada, yada. And that's how I think a lot of people view the schedule. It's a way for them to escape. Like, look, I got to go watch the Patriots play in Charlotte. You know, here's the schedule. I mean, I, in my own house, you know, Millie, I'm going up to this game. I want to see this game. I think that's what generates so much interest in the schedule. It's a way to escape. I, you know, you know what else adds more intrigue this year? And that is there's eight games a year in Vegas. So when, yeah. all across the country, when you see the schedule dropping and you see, all right, well, we line up with Vegas this year and it happens to be in Vegas. That's when people start. That's when a lot of men and women start planning their trips with their friends to get out to Vegas. Cause I think as we mentioned last year was such a, a bummer as the stadiums open in Los Angeles with SoFi and of course here in Vegas, but we'll be okay this year. Yeah, no, God I willing. Think it's going to be great. God willing. And, you know, as, and hopefully as Kyle Shanahan said, we make it to Sunday and everything's good. So, <laughs> you know, but I think this, you know, it's going to be just, you know, we don't know what kind of home field the Raiders do have with the Allegiant Stadium. Is it going to be loud? I mean, we just don't know. 
some of these play like SoFi Stadium, how you know people that played out there last year said it's the most incredible place you could ever go. Yeah. But is it going to really be impactful for home field? We know Denver's impactful home field, right? We know that's a hard place to go in there and get a win. We know Arrowhead's not an easy place to win. You know, we know that there's certain venues that are. Seattle used to be hard. Last year, it wasn't so hard to go up there and win. So I think that's the other things you take into account. Luckily enough, we have a real-life bookmaker joining us in about three minutes, and he can tell us how they're factoring in the home field advantage here in Las Vegas. That's Vinny. Quickly on a tick in the Patriots schedule, the Patriots are going to face three opponents off a bye. <laughs> Listen, <clears throat> Belichick's not making any excuses, but you know, he looked at it. He's like, oh, come on. Three, because <laughs> Toby, extra prep coming off a bye. The Patriots got three of them coming off buys. Yeah, well, they got the Browns in a tough game at home. Then they got to go play Atlanta. See, the way you look at the schedule is okay, we got an early game against the Falcons. So Belichick would look at the schedule. Okay, good. I got the Thursday night against the Falcons, Arthur Smith. Then I got Tennessee after that, which is another Arthur Smith type game. So at least for those three weeks, two weeks, I have similarity within the offensive scheme. So we understand the defensive scheme. That's I know what I'm expecting. So you're looking at it. You're always looking at it scheme related, right? You know, you play the Cowboys. This is perfect for the, for the Patriots. They play the Cowboys in weeks. What's that? Week six. Yep. All right. Cover three, Dan Quinn. Week seven, back against the Jets. Cover three, Dan Quinn. It's back to back. So you're playing against the same. And then you got the Chargers with, with basically you got the Chargers with Vic Fangio offensively. And then you got the West Coast. So it's a lot of combinations. You're always trying to figure out what you're doing. And on a short week, like when you're playing Atlanta, because you've played Tennessee so much, it won't be a hard game for him to get ready for offensively. Defensively, it won't be either because he knows Dean Peace. He knows exactly Dean Peace going to be quarter, quarter, quarter. He knows how he likes to blitz. He knows his two-minute, all that. So that's what the schedule is really about, that's breaking down the coordinators. That's so that's fascinating. So when we talk about futures betting, we give examples. You start in division and you spider out. When, you're talk, when you take a look at a schedule as a better, you start with quarterback and scheme and then spider out from there. Then spider out from there. And then you also want to look at, is there any place on the schedule that we could take the team and, and really bond? All this nonsense about going to training camp and bonding is ridiculous, right? Because you're going to camp with 90 players, you're going to get to 50. You know, you're bonding with 40 guys that aren't going to be on the team. Right. So what are we bonding with? So is there a game on the West Coast where we're going to play two West Coast trips where, you know, there's nothing really on that schedule that would indicate that for the Patriots, but that's how you bond when you can get a trip later in the year where you could stay on the road and really bond as a team. We will bond with a real live bookmaker, Vinny oh, Maliulo. It's a transition and he joins us. Is there a home field advantage here in Vegas for the Raiders? We shall find out. It's coming up right here in Lombardi line. And Baffert has the two favorites going into it. And VEASAN horse racing experts are analyzing the horses, the jockeys, the track conditions, starting positions, everything. Prior race results. We know everything you need to know. So visit VEASAN.com slash horses to find out full race coverage. Special offers from our partners. You get Dave Tooley, Ron Flatter, Jeff Siegel, Millie Ball, Jeremy Plunk, 
That's vcin.com slash horses. Okay, Michael Lombardi, he's hanging out with his schedule there in Jersey. I'm Patrick Maher here at the vcin studios. Live from the South Point, from behind the book at the South Point, is Vinny Maliulo, who joins us now. And it's great to see you, Vin. Good to be with you guys, always. We, we were yeah. asking about Good the morning, home Vinny. field advantage at yeah. here. <clears throat> now, you mentioned no home field advantage last year. Right. What's it going to be like here with the Raiders? I think it's going to be a very unique uh, setting here. Uh, first of all, it's always been a, a, a Raider town. Even before the Raiders moved here, Raiders always, uh, had a, a tremendous amount of backing. We saw that in future bets uh, whenever they played uh, games and so um, we did see last year uh, support for them, especially if they were ever a home dog. You remember that that uh, that Monday night game sure. against uh, uh, the Saints, where they uh, they got uh, they got uh, back there and it wound up winning that game outright. So, um, I, what I think is going to be unique here is that there'll be a strong Raider backing, but I think visiting teams, particularly Kansas City, uh, Denver. Uh, when the Bears come, uh, and there's a lot of transplanted Chicagoans here in Las Vegas, the the, the visiting teams will also uh, get some uh, some support as well. Agreed. So will it be as uh, strong a home field? And again, this is on the on the premise of you know capacity, right? Sixty five thousand folks and capacity throughout the NFL. Will it be as strong as Arrowhead? Will it be as strong as Seattle? Um, I'm not so sure. We'll have to we'll have to see how that plays out. But because Las Vegas is unique in its in its uh, uh, designation as a you know we're we're an event driven destination. Every Raider home game, and again there'll be nine of them this year because of the oh I yeah, said eight yeah. right. <laughs> yeah, right no they've got the 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 AFC teams have the That's extra right. home home game this You're year. Hundred percent right. Um, there'll be nine events. Uh, at uh, you know uh, uh, football events uh, at Allegiant Stadium, and I think that's going to be important. And and if they get to the playoffs, which is which is a possibility, I think this division is it though. Could it, well, I think this division, whether it's the Raiders or the this division, in my opinion, could have three postseason participants. Uh, and again, depending on especially depending on a, a, a guy up in. Uh, Wisconsin, what he decides to do. Mm, I've heard of him. Yeah, you like the, so, Vinny. You like the over for the Raiders at seven. Uh, I do actually. Uh, my, we're gonna we're gonna put out. Uh, I was with Chris Andrews uh, before it came on. The regular season win totals here at the South Point uh, are gonna go up tomorrow. So remember, we we held off on them to get through the draft, and but mainly to see the NFL schedule and to see the sequence of the games. Right, the travel anomalies. And, uh, uh, yes. You know when when are buys? Uh, who's who's going against teams? Uh, uh, I think you guys were touching on it. Who's going against teams that are coming off buys and things like that? Uh, so you want you want to just fine tune that. But tomorrow, regular season wins, and and, and I think there were sevens out there on the Raiders. Sevens, yeah. yeah. Seven. You see it right there. Uh, yeah. BetMGM has seven, one, okay. ten, up and down. And again, that's that's I respect uh, that opinion on their part, but I I think you know I think we're gonna be a little bit north of that. So. Well, yeah, I think you're going to be north of that. Too. You got to build in. I think it's going to be seven and a half. You have to build in the fact that, you know, it's not necessarily Vegas Golden Knights fervor, but you're going to have Vegas Raiders money here. But I'll tell you what, it's interesting. And I'm glad you brought up the, the Vegas Golden Knights because, again, right now, uh, a, a tremendous home ice advantage it's for the Knights. But that first year, 
let's remember and still visitors when they come when they're, when they're here uh, get some support but you know that 18,000 plus crowd is is by and large you know nights driven but that first year when the penguins were here when the blackhawks were here there was a it was about a third uh, a, a Blackhawks uh, a fans. Also, Rangers, it's still, it's still you know. the city, Michael, that the opposing teams, when they come in, it's a city built on pleasure. So when you go to <laughs> right. Vegas, I mean, you're going, you're a human being that's coming in, a young right. man with money, they're going to party. And that's just, you have to factor that into your handicapping mm-hmm. when teams come to Vegas. Oh, but not so fast, Patrick. When you teams that are going to travel into Vegas, they are going to be on lockdown. They're going to get in there <laughs> as so much so that they go to the hotel, they go to meetings, they go play the game, period, end of story. There'll be no free time. The free time, this is not the NBA where we got two days to hang in Atlanta. You know, the schedule will be so tight mm-hmm. that there's no chance for them to get under the campus, to go to the casino. And I would suspect most of the teams will stay well off the strip well off the strip. Mm. You know, they'll stay out in Henderson. They'll stay somewhere where, you know, that no, they can get anywhere. Fly into the airport, go right to the hotel, dinner, curfew, right? You know, because you're going to pick up, say, the Patriots are playing out there. Or, you know, let's look at it. Let's say the Colts, you know, week 17, you know, or, or I'm sorry, the, the, they're at the Browns. Uh, let me try to pick a team. Uh, you know, they're going to go in there. The Eagles come in there, right? So they play the Eagles at home. The Eagles are going to fly in there. Let's say they fly in Saturday at uh, at 2 o'clock, which is 11. They get out there about 4. They'll 4 to sit. They'll have a 6 o'clock staff meeting, 6 o'clock meeting, 7 o'clock team meeting. There's not much time. And then curfew's at 10. That's it. End of story. You know, we got a pretty convenient location here at the South Point, too, in terms of the relationship uh, to the airport and the uh, and the stadium as well. So uh, to Michael's point, uh, uh, for the uh, GMs out there, just uh, throwing that. And to, yeah. one, to one up you, I got an, I got two extra rooms in Henderson. They can rent. Yeah. I, I got a big. I got a house with nobody in it. So they. Well, feel, somebody's got to pick up all the. Somebody's got to pick up all those newspapers at your front the, door that you haven't up. brought in. Yeah, yeah. that'll be yeah. the Lions when the Lions come. Yeah. To stand, whoever it is. And by the way, the the, the players will be just like you when you're posting pictures when your wife sends you to the garage and on Twitter you're posting pictures right. of your in man lockdown. cave in the garage. That's right. Uh, I'm stuck. With my analog TV. I'm stuck. Okay. Uh, we've got a minute. We'll come back yeah. and break this down more. But was there anything from a behind the book perspective that jumped out when the schedules were released? No, not not really. Again, uh, we, we appreciate you know, the week one uh, leaked early. And so what we did was we took advantage of that and put up week one games yesterday. So when we come back um, from the break, we can look at some of these games. And uh, Well, we're not going to give the spread, not with you here, because Michael's guessing the week one lines at the top of the hour. Okay. I hate to break that to you. All right. Well, then we'll talk about the matchups and what went into them. for us over here. Listen, you guys. Can I bet as much as I want? You especially, yes. Please do. I knew knew that was coming. Uh, Michael's going to guess the week one lines, but we do. If you happen, Michael can't see it. If you happen to be in town. There's the the sheet for the week one lines here at the South Point. Stop by. It's on Twitter, that sheet. It is? Yes, it is. At Vincent Vinny? That's Vincent Vinny uh, at Andrews Sports. Yeah, Chris Andrews put it out as well. All right, there it is. And it is a great relation. You just drive right down Las Vegas That's Boulevard, right. and you get to the stadium. Conveniently located. We come back with Vinny Maliulo here on the Lombardi <laughs> line.
Risk-free bet on hockey. Basketball playoffs with a risk-free wager up to $600 at BetMGM. Just sign up, use the bonus code VSIN600, and get in the ring with the king of sportsbooks, okay? So, again, it's VSIN600. Go to BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. So the new customer offer is a wonderful one. If you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700 in Colorado, Nevada, and Virginia. 1-800-2707-117 for help in Michigan. 1-800-GAMBLER in New Jersey, Pennsylvania, West Virginia. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. In Tennessee, call or text Redline 800-889-9789. In Indiana, call 1-800-9-WITH-IT as we welcome you back. The NFL schedule has been released. We're just 15 minutes away from Michael Lombardi guessing the week one lines. Vinny Maliulo is in studio from behind the book here at the South Point. And he was just discussing how, you know, it's going to be great for visitors from out of town, Michael, because mm-hmm. you can't really park at Allegiant Stadium to go. So a lot of it's going to be ride sharing. And, yeah. and so when you come mm-hmm. and hang out at the South Point and bet and get on the tables, you'll go ahead and we'll go right out front. It's very easy. Take a ride to the game. It's a tailgating uh, Las Vegas style. We, we, yeah, we prefer the best you. tailgating possible. Well, you can prefer in the air conditioning with all these machines around <laughs> you. It's, uh, I think that's a different uh, concept. That is key. The week one schedule now, Michael's going to be guessing these lines. Mm-hmm. But walk us through a conversation he had with Chris Andrews, who runs the book here at the South Point, when you're looking at the Green Bay Packers at the New Orleans Saints. Yeah. Uh, that's a week one matchup. How does that conversation go? Time out. <laughs> Put that game so, on timeout. Uh, it's the only game here that that we did not post a number on. Now, obviously, uh, you know the, the obvious reason is is the Rogers situation. Now we do have futures still up on uh, that include the Packers, but in terms of Week One, the direct game, and we chatted about this uh, last week as well, guys. Rogers is the one player that is had the the biggest impact. He's meant the most to the point spread of any other player in the last five to seven years. You've seen as high as nine-point differences with him in or out of the lineup. So, with with obviously with him in this game, and again, if you look at when we post the regular season wins and we've got the divisions up and, and the future still up, it's with him as a Packer. However, in an individual game uh, that's going to be booked for four months, you know, leading up to it, where you're taking at least five thousand or more. This this number is is vastly different if he's not under center uh, in that game. So that one uh, that one remains off right now. Off the board. It ha- it has to it has to remain off. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't. You know, I mean, it's one thing to have week one game, and and I don't want to jinx anybody with an injury. And so if a guy gets hurt in week one and that game, you bet that game, that's just that's the cost of doing business. But mm-hmm. this is this would be stupid to put a number up when you just don't know. There's not enough information. Yeah. And I think that that's where you have to guard yourself against it because we just really, we truly don't know. I mean, there's a pretty good sense, I would suspect, that – you know, we know Deshaun Watson will not be the starting quarterback on opening day in Houston. Whether mm-hmm. he's on the team or not, that remains to be seen. But I would suspect that the league is going to have to do something before that in some form or the other, whether they put him on a list or whatever, because it seems to be that 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 is going to come to a head before the opening of the season. However, this, we just don't know. We, uh, we uh, and again, without saying what the number is, we did take into consideration the in the Jacksonville Houston game that Deshaun Watson would not be uh, he did. be the starter there. Yeah. So 
Um, but again, guys, I think you know uh, week one is up. Uh, a great way to start it with the Cowboys Buccaneers on Thursday night. That's a fun. Uh, that's a fun game. Anytime the the Cowboys are involved in a game, it always generates interest. And again, that's whether people like the Cowboys or don't. Right? You either love them or you love to hate them. And uh, so uh, that that one there against the defending Super Bowl champs is going to start get the week started off. And of course, the big difference here though is uh, the uh, Monday night. Typically, you know, in recent years we've had a doubleheader on Monday night, which we love. I love it here. I, yeah. It's a West Coast thing. Oh, it's, uh, the way that the timing works uh, out yeah. for us. Yeah. So with one game this year, but it, it happens to be a game uh, that showcases uh, the Raiders. So that uh, the fact That's that right. it's here. Uh, it it'll it, it should help make up for the loss of one of those games, uh, the Bears and Rams on Sunday night. I know there was some uh, some uh, negative uh, feedback about why would that game be the prime time game? Well, first of all, it's a new stadium, right? That it needs to be showcased as well in yeah. in Los Angeles. Uh, but that's still a good game too, right? Everybody, there's a lot of excitement about uh, with the with, oh, yeah. what the Bears did uh, with the draft, and of course the Rams now with Stafford. So uh, I think that's a good game. I think it's a great uh, opening week. Uh, to get uh, get things started, and again, every uh, every uh, side total and money line is up, except for the Packers Saints game right now. And that's at the South Point. You can stop by. Go ahead, Michael. Vinny, when you looked at this and you were looking at these home fields without knowing sci-fi mm-hmm. and the Raiders and all that, how much did you play into it when you set the number? Did you just no. feel like, okay, we're just going to learn as we go? We got a, we got an idea and we're, we'll figure this out as we move on and we'll adjust it? Well, it's a, it's a good question, important question, Michael. I think it, it, it breaks down this way, right? Because as we've always said, not every home field is created equal, right? So, I mean, there are, let's face it, there are, there are teams that have do not have a home field advantage. Uh, and, and we've seen that, uh, particularly Jacksonville has not had a home field advantage. Seattle uh, has had is, has been one of the better home fields. Do we automatically use it as a three? Not necessarily. Last year, uh, I think we used maybe one, to start the season. It was about one, one and a half. But we saw as the season went on, it didn't it didn't mean anything, right? To to teams, unless it was a travel situation. Travel, sure. travel. Uh, impacted it more than than the home. Maybe we could explain teams. that a little bit to the novice better. The built-in three, the the common so, perception of a built-in three for it, home field. So, back in the some day. folks utilize three uh, as uh, you know a field goal. So if you know, for instance, the Chiefs uh, at three, and again they are going to open up against the Browns this year, and it's at Arrowhead. But Arrowhead is actually when it, at capacity. It's, it's probably more than three. Sure. Yeah, okay. Now, the other part of it is who's the opponent? And, again, what's the opponent? And, and how did these two teams get to this game? Of course, you're predicating everything on everybody being healthy. Uh, but, uh, the you know, the, the Falcons, the Colts, uh, Seahawks are not going to open this year uh, at home. They're going to be in Indianapolis against the Colts. Colts, a, a decent one, not quite as high as – uh, Seattle or Kansas City, probably about a two there. So they're not all created equal, but they're also impacted by who the opponent is as well and the scheduling circumstance. How did the conversation go with Chris Andrews today as you release the season win totals mm-hmm. tomorrow surrounding the Denver Broncos? Well, again, we're going we're gonna to post the Broncos. Uh, we're still going to utilize the the fact that Rodgers is in Green Bay. Now, some folks have got both the Broncos and uh, the uh, the Packers off. Uh, I, I think right now, as long as he's still wearing a Green Bay uniform, it's easier to post those numbers than week one 
because of how many, you know, how much di- nine a nine point difference, if you will, an eight point difference uh, is significant in a game. Uh, as opposed to again, you're just taking lower limits too. Uh, uh, you're booking it a little bit more conservative in terms of the regular season wins, in terms of the div- divisions we took into consideration. We saw, and we've gotten uh, uh, Minnesota money at plus three fifty at seven to two, uh, but they could have easily been four to one, uh, like the Bears, or and the Bears could have been four and a half to one. Uh, so, but uh, well, they were like you see, BetMGM. They used it. Vinny, I think they did, you see, right? You see, they were seven and a half when it opened. It's all the way up to eight and a half, juiced up at minus one forty to the over, mm-hmm. and they're your second betting favorite in division. Yeah, that that's just as remarkable to me. Yeah. And I and I think the Raiders at, at seven. I, I mean, look, the, the Raiders go eight and nine. It's not a great season, but I mean, I got to think the way they are on offense, the, for them to go back to seven. With the with they do have a home field here in Las Vegas mm-hmm. or there in Las Vegas. I, I look. I know they're not good enough on defense. I know they didn't improve in their defensive front. I know they signed Andakwe and they drafted kids to to help in the third round. But I just don't see them. You know, I do think they can carry themselves offensively to where they're going to be. But that schedule. Look, look. They open up with the Ravens on Monday night. Tough game. Go back to Pittsburgh. Who knows with Big Ben. Come back, host Miami. I mean, they gave Miami everything. Miami had to beat them on the last second. Then yeah. they go to the Chargers. You know, there's not a lot of quarterbacks on that list. When you started off, Big Ben, I don't count that. Tua, mm-hmm. you know, Herbert's good. Bears who? The Broncos who? You know, you, the, the first six games, you're not sitting there saying, oh, my God, we got a six-game streak of quarterbacks we can't win with. Then you go to the Eagles, and then you have the bye. Look, they play the NFC East. If they're any good, I think your your point's well taken, Vinny. I think if they're any good, they're going to get to eight because look, they play that East. Mm-hmm. And you know, I mean, who's good in the East? Yeah, no, the East is. Uh, I mean, it's uh, com- you know competitive from top to bottom. I think obviously the uh, the Cowboys with a healthy uh, Dak Prescott. They're your even betting favorite. Yeah, at MGM. but but let's face it too, Michael. Uh, to your point. They gave the Chiefs everything they could. They could they could have beaten the Chiefs last year. They were the only uh, double Twice. digit favorite to cover. Uh, last year when they were at Kansas City, so um, they've uh, they've 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 been they, they've been a tough out uh, eight for eight the Chiefs. Straight up, for the Chiefs. eight and eight ATS right down yeah. the middle. With yeah, the I mean, look, look, you could say they should have beaten the Chiefs. They should have lost to the Jets. I mean, the you Jets, know, so yeah. you go, you go back and forth on it. They should have beat the. They should have beat the. You know, they got the ball with no. I mean, Miami win was a miracle. I mean, yeah. that was just a complete miracle. Cost Paul Gunther his job after that. I mean, mm-hmm. it was just a. No, maybe he lost his job before that after the Kansas City game. I forget, but one of those defensive breakdowns he lost his job on. So, like I'm with you. I mean, I don't love the Raiders. I don't think they're a playoff team. But when you're playing the East and they and they are competitive against a lot of teams, it just I didn't see them taking a step backwards. That's my point. I think when you look at this division, uh, it's it's improved from top to bottom. And we did see last year three teams come out of the NFC North uh, to make the postseason. Uh, it would not shock me, uh, whether it's the Raiders or not, if they're included, it, it wouldn't shock me if three teams came out of this division in the postseason this year. Take a look at Vison Vinny on Twitter, the week one lines from here at the South Point. You can go to Chris Andrews' Twitter as yep. well. Mm-hmm. And, of course, tomorrow, the futures, the season win totals for the NFL will be released right here at the South Point and on the app. On the app as well, yes. Vinny, we'll talk Love to you it. next week. Thank you, buddy. Vinny, thank you so much. Take care, guys. Michael's going to guess the week one lines coming up next right here on the Lombardi Lines. Vison, the Sports Betting Network. <laughs> 